I almost ruined everything over the weekend. And I am I am not kidding you. We are talking bullet dodged. This could have been extremely ugly. By the way, um, side note, I bit the hell out of my tongue this weekend so bad that may have been why uh, seconds ago I couldn't talk. Oh, my God. Slow down when you're eating. I'm giving a lecture to myself. I mean, just a real, oh, my God. And then I'm, I'm bleeding all over the place, so I got, okay, I got a mouthful of Skittles, of course. Of course, it's not really any food that's good for you. It's a mouthful of Skittles. And uh, I'm, I'm for some reason, I'm eating them like it's the last thing I'm ever going to eat. And I'm just chomping away. And then all of a sudden, whammo! Oh, oh God. And so I've got options. My options are spit out all the Skittles. Or chew them up with a saliva blood slurry that is now uh, pouring out of my tongue. Wasn't there a story not long ago about Skittles are laced with some type of, I don't know, weirdo chemical titanium platinum dust or something like that? I don't care. I just don't care. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. I did my, um, uh, voice tracking yesterday for big one oh one point three, And it, it, I had no problems whatsoever, but today I feel like I'm going to say every other word as slurred. That's how bad this hurts. Shit. Uh, I was talking about how I very nearly screwed everything up and I see audience member Roger is here. Roger is involved in this. I'm not kidding you. Uh, Give me a break today because I can't tell you how uncomfortable I am in this first three, four minutes of podcast. And I feel like I am speaking with a speech impediment. I will be trying to speak slower, uh, see more slowly in order to get this right. But I, Oh God, uh, got to play hurt, you know? Forever ago, Roger and, uh, Rebecca reached out to your old pal, Eric Zane. And they said, would you be interested in being the officiant for our son's wedding? I'm like, yeah, sure. Of course. Um, and you know, this isn't like a huge undertaking. Uh, some are, but this one in particular was, uh, Short, sweet, and simple. Beautiful nonetheless, and it worked out incredibly. But now the rest of the story can be told, Roger and Rebecca and your son, uh, 
Zach and his now new wife, Kenzie. You have no idea how much, how close the day was to being ruined. It even, I, you know, I considered not talking about this, but now I know I can, I know I can because it all worked out, but my God, was it close to not happening? And this is all just stupidity on my part. Okay, so we got it all worked out. I've, I've met with a young couple, figured out what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. The location for the, uh, for the wedding planned is not far from where I live. It's on uh, Saturday morning, like 10 for, 1045 after be there. Uh, the lovely bride will walk down the aisle not far after that. And then we're going to get it done. Very intimate setting. Uh, immediate family only. Let me just tell you, we knocked it out of the park. Everything was beautiful. Everybody was perfect. Not a thing went wrong. However, I have to be there at 1045. At 10.05 a.m., I am laying in bed, and I'm like, okay, what do I have to do today? Okay, well, first thing I have to get done is I have to get, uh, I have to uh, get Diana's car washed. So I'm going to take it to the car wash. I got to be there at, uh, I'll, I'll probably get there around 12.30. In the meantime, I'm going to get up, have some coffee, uh, look at the internet, uh, maybe read a book, uh, voice track. I got time. Make some food. I have completely forgotten about where I needed to be uh, 40 minutes from when I was laying in bed. It was not there. I, I had no thought of being there. Think about that. Diana's getting ready to go hang out with her friends. And uh, she goes, so um, what time's your wedding? And my eyes got as big as saucers. I went, oh, shit. Now, I wasn't late. In fact, uh, I made it there exactly at the time that I needed to be there. But had she not said anything to me, this would not have happened. Oh, my God. My God. He says, this is where Aram should enter and snarkily mention to you that modern smart smartphones have this neat feature called calendar. No, you're right, man. And normally I do, but this time I did not. For some reason, I didn't put that in with a with a reminder on it. Roger, I, I, it was gone. And had Diana not mentioned that, um, yeah, there's no telling when I would have remembered about the big day. And I, that is awful to even consider. I was so frightened. I'm sitting there a lot, and I went. <gasps> And I had this, Diana said it to me. And then I was silent. I was like this. 
And I'm just looking at a clock. The digital numbers on the clock. I'm like, and I look at it. And then she goes, do you forget? And I go, yeah, I sure did. I I sure did. She goes, well, you better get your ass in gear. I go, you're right. And so, my God, uh, there wasn't really any urgency in it because I had time, but had any more time passed, I would have ruined everything for everyone. I mean, all the, they planned this out and, and everybody looked fantastic and everybody would have been waiting there with their dicks in their hands. And I'm sitting going, oh, no, wait. Oh, fuck. Because, you know, at about 10.45, they would have been looking for me. And then 10.50 would pass. And then 10.55, and then I'd get a text. And if I got it, I then would have rushed over there. Linda says, someone set a reminder to tell Eric to set a reminder for the car show and Bosco's on Saturday. No, for sure. And I don't even know if I have that one in my phone. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm losing it. Oh my God. <laughs> Joe writes, if there's any reason these two should not wed, please just don't show up. Uh wow. You know, that I that was so bad that, like, for the rest of the day, I was just feeling terrible because of the negligence. I mean, it didn't happen, but it very well could have. I I apologize for something that, that did not happen. Oh, my God. All right. But we survived. Um, there you go. So uh, on Saturday also, I uh, reached out to uh, everybody's pal, Kyler. And I said, Kyler, let's go racing. Let's go to Berlin. And he goes, hey, yeah, well, can my lovely wife go? And I go, yes, of course. So, Okay. I was reminded one second after we sat down and it was me, Jackie, my daughter, and Justin, her fiance, Kyler, and Tracy. And I don't know about you, but as much as I love Kyler, I don't know if we can ever uh, be out in public again. And this goes for any of you. I sometimes get on Sarah Rukruk Roosh for this same thing. But I've got a bit of a problem when I am in the presence with someone who willfully and neglectfully swears like a sailor in public. Would you fucking knock it off? Now, this podcast is different. Because when I'm at a, a Berlin Raceway and I'm surrounded by people in the stands, it's packed. And Kyler is right in front of me. 
and he sits down. Of course, he's got two beers, and it's uh, he's actually seated in front of me so we can turn and we can have a conversation. Uh, three of his first six words are the F word. And he's like, fuck, oh my God, dude, come on. Fucking A. Seriously, what are you doing? There's a little old man in front of him. The old man immediately turns around and looks right at Kyler, which Kyler doesn't see. And I go, shh, dude, don't. What? That I am who I am. I'm like, that is such a bullshit way of handling this. Just, I go, dude, I said, if you don't stop, because he did it first. He did it one time. So I nipped it in the bud and I go, if you don't stop, I'm not going to talk to you. This whole time that we're here, I'm not going to talk to you. If you're going to swear, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to ignore you. I'm sorry. There is no excuse for that. I fucking hate that. I, because I can see the old timer who's uncomfortable with Kyler swearing. That's bullshit. Um, I know that's weird from a guy who swears all the time in a podcast, but it's different. Okay. You know, it's just really weird. Uh, so I'm like, okay, come on, man. Rob says, Eric didn't know Kyler swears, I guess. No, I knew he swears, he swears, dumbass, but not like surrounded by people that we don't know. Don't do that. That is not okay. I don't do that. I'm sitting there. I'm not talking like an asshole. Look around you. Amanda says you got to feel the room or or read the room. Yeah, absolutely. So no, I, I, that is bullshit. Okay. If you're in mixed company like that, no fucking way. Fuck that shit. I am not dealing with that. You, you gotta, and I know it's ridiculous that I'm sitting here every day and I swear like an asshole. I, I I get that, but you, I mean, it's just me and you in your ears. It's, I'm just swearing in your ears. That's all I'm doing. If you have it playing like at work, you don't want your coworkers to hear this shit. So that, that was fucking terrible. I'm like, Kyler, come on, man. And uh, he he's, 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 you know, doing this whole, well, I, I've been like this since the day I was born. I've been like, he's like giving me a pep talk about why it's okay for him to swear. There's like an 85-year-old man at him who has virgin ears. He doesn't want to hear that shit. And I'm like, come on. Aram says, if you aren't going to swear at a race, where are you going to swear? A- asshole, there's no way in hell you would do that. There is no, you're, you're just, I mean, I, you don't even swear at all. No, there's kids around. There's old folks around. Not acceptable. So, okay. I finally, I think he, he only dropped one more F bomb after that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, let's see. I wrote down nearly. Oh, okay. Yes. There. Oh my God. So we sit down getting set to watch the racing. It's the last race of the year. 
And they go, all right, we're going to start out the program with uh, these, it's like kids and go-karts. I forget what it's called, quarter midgets or something like that. So they got uh, uh, one race is like four kids. And uh, the track is just uh, like 300 feet. And then there's cones set up. It isn't like they go all the way around the track. I mean, the, the cars don't move nearly as fast as like obviously a, a, a normal car. But um, so the kids, uh, there's like four kids racing. The kid who wins the race is um, uh, has the sister in the race too. So he beats his sister in the race. And uh, so he wins the go-kart race. And, and this kid is really young. I'm, he's probably like six. And he beats his five-year-old sister. And uh, uh, Zach Herrig, who... Um, Kyler, what the fuck are you doing? Kyler, quit. Okay, you asshole. Now he's giving away the goddamn story. Shut up. How many times do I have to cover this with you? Do you think I'm an idiot? I just beat the shit out of Amanda the other day. Don't tip off the story, you fat fucking degenerate asshole. God. All right. So the kid beats his sister. Audio. Check. Video. Check. Zach Herrig interviews the kid. Your first year racing and you beat your sister to win a championship. That's got to be pretty cool. Talk a little bit about that. Um, me and my sister, my sister's slow, so I can pass her. Nice. Well said. He's already a professional at this. Your first year racing. Okay, that was great. And if you are uh, watching the live stream, uh, you know that the kid uh, was about to tell his sister or tell Zach that his sister's slow because fucking Kyler told you all. What do I have to do to get you people to shut the fuck up? That's what you get for opening with that. I put you in a crosshair like Chris Kyle. Hang on. Took you right Shut out up right for a there. second. Would you? I can't even hear you. Okay, say that all again. I said I put you right in the crosshairs like I was Chris Kyle right there. Don't open with that. What are you talking about? Don't open with that. What? Who oh are you? God. Who are you? We, the, were, in, we were in freaking Mars. Who are you to tell me? Who do you think you are? Who, who are you? Who are you to tell me what I should open my show with? Are you Are you kidding me? It's for the show. Yeah, it's for the show. You sound like one of the for, goddamn DDX there. to tell people she'll stop swearing in front of children. Shut up. Shut Keep up, typing. you asshole. How can you possibly sit there in front of these people and talk like that? I mean, don't you have any why, fucking... Why do you want your... Why can't you, want your you read the room? The what, what, what an asshole. I'm not, I'm not worried about the... the wrong word fucking, there's the people wrong all place. around you looking at us. It's so embarrassing. Why don't it's you... because I have a nice tan. No, you look like shit. You smell like... Like shit you sound like shit i hope you enjoyed the one time we went out 
I hope it was fun for you. Oh. You, are, you embarrass the fuck out of me, and then you come in here and you give away the goddamn story. Oh yeah, the kids. I can't are- wait till I find a bobblehead. Shut up. What an asshole. He's ju- trying to justify his terrible behavior. Mm. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right. At some point, audience members are going to learn to not tip off stories. It's the single quickest way to get yourself in my serious on my serious bad side. People, please shut up. My God. Okay, this is a big week because on Friday of this week, we are going to hit show number 900. And I'm really, really excited about that. As we uh, barrel our way towards a thousand free podcasts, free podcasts and a thousand Patreon podcasts. So thank you so much for the support here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. I cannot tell you. I know I already talked about it, how difficult this is to do this show today. I'm telling you, it didn't hurt this bad. My stupid tongue. I must have almost bitten that damn thing off. My God. All right. Back to the um, uh, go-kart races, the kids at Berlin. Jesus. Um, Problem. This first race is four cars. It takes three minutes and the race is over and then they have the interview with the kid it's great all right and then they're going to do a second heat many more cars though it's probably like 10 11 12 cars okay um they do half a lap there's a wreck they they bring out a caution which i'm like wait why are they doing that so they actually um fix the car and then they bring out a pace car but it's a golf cart and then that's Gary, the guy who drives the actual pace truck during the big races. Gary's driving the golf cart. These kids are so aggressive that Gary's driving the golf cart and one of the kids wrecked Gary in the golf cart. Gary in the golf cart got hit. So it was a, just a fucking nightmare. So this takes like five minutes to get this straightened out. They didn't even have one lap in the books. They get one lap in the books, another wreck. And then this happens for the next 40 minutes. This is a 12-lap race. It takes about 10 seconds to get around the track. Okay? Um, Kyler was there. Not Kyler. Tyler. There's a Kyler and a Tyler. Uh, Tyler K was there as well. In fact, I want to get his take on this. He, he could probably hear Kyler swearing uh, over the roar of the motors during this uh, during this event. I don't know if he'll be able to pick up because he works in a hospital setting, but maybe. 
Uh, Tyler was uh, was there. His his father-in-law did the uh, pace truck, so that was great. I don't think he can do it. But, oh, my God. And this went on and on and on. And then this one kid in the 91 car, he kept hitting the wall. And then he hit it one too many times, and one of his wheels fell off. It's rolling through the through the track. Oh, my God. One catastrophe after another, and then uh, they, they, the kids finally figured it out, and then uh, the, the race ended. It took, oh, my God. It was just forever. Jesus. Finally, um, so I had to put up with Kyler swearing like an idiot. But I think he got the message. It's like, dude, you, you've got to stop. My God, if you if you do it again, I'm just going to leave. So let, let me just say this. If you're ever lucky enough uh, to be in my presence again, Kyler, um, I'm going to give you one opportunity. And if you embarrass me, by swearing in front of people that I don't know and they turn around and give you a funny look and I have to sit there and endure that, I'm going to get the hell out of there. I'm just going to leave. All right. Thank you to the audience enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But it's time for you to go. Uh, I'd like to give you the first handful of minutes in the open on the Eric Zane Show podcast, and then I'll uh, send you on your way. If you want the rest of the show as it happens live, you have to go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. That's where you go. Hit the follow button. You can watch a whole show live. You can also subscribe if that's what you want to do for free with your Amazon Prime account. And as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast or get it at ericzaneshow.com. Maureen says, Kyler, come to Bosco's on Saturday. Okay. Yes. Um, that, okay. Th- this is what's going to happen. Because the car show ends at noon on Saturday at Irvine's. And then we're going to go to Hudsonville and have lunch at Bosco's. So... I've got a scenario where if it's Sarah and Kyler and you two don't have it in check, I'm just going to get my food and walk out the door. Okay? That's okay. You can swear. You can say whatever you want in public like that. But I'm just going to leave. So you're all invited. Can't wait to see you. I'll be ready to leave. All right. Kyler is an absolute wrecking ball in public. You've got to get that in check. It's the worst. Makes me so uncomfortable. Jesus, stop. All right. So for the folks on uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, thank you, but goodbye. Twitch. And Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube, the almighty YouTube, brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss. Uh, My policy shop insurance.
Thank you. Okay, if you ever want to reach out to me via email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you so much. Uh, Amanda says, wow, I'm not lumped in with that. No, you don't swear. You, you You don't embarrass me. Okay? Sarah, when she swears in front of these people loudly... Uh, and Kyler, then I, I, I cannot take that. Amanda says, no, I talk about anal. No, you don't shut up. All right. Uh, Josh Brown is here. Josh, are you joining us at 1230 at Bosco's? You're kind of like one of those people on the fence who still, uh, associates with the old group. But you're still in on on good terms with this group, and that's that's excellent. So, you're welcome. Uh, in fact, uh, all of the old group is welcome too. Uh, they can come as well and join us. What? Well, why not? You know, if if Harry and Megan can uh, put things aside and show up and see William and Kate. Which, you know what? I didn't even know that uh, that was the problem. I was just, I mean, like, why? They're like, oh, my God, they've set aside differences on behalf of their grandmother. Yeah, um, great. She's dead now. Why couldn't you have done that when she was alive? Idiots. Uh, Josh says, what day? This is on Saturday, Josh, at around 1230. And Linda writes, ugh. She's like, why are you inviting those people? No, um, seriously, uh, I, I just want it to be awkward. <laughs> they won't show up. And if they do, if they do, I'd say, why don't you guys sit over there? Saturday, Josh, 1230 at Bosco's after the car show. You know what? I better double check because sometimes Bosco's opens up late, not early. So, uh, let me double check to make sure that they'll be open. They, like everybody else, uh, they've had trouble filling up um, shifts with people who, um, you know, it's hard to get uh, the right number of employees. All right. Holy shit. The Lions. Come on. Oh my God. Um, I know not all of you care about football and I sure as hell know that not all of you care about the lions, but just so that you can put this into perspective, maybe with just an idea of what I'm going through. Um, There is no other sporting event that is quite an appointment for me. It might be when I'm doing something else, like uh, if I'm making dinner, I'll I'll have it on the phone next to me, but I'm watching. And if I'm driving around, it's on the radio. Okay? I don't ever ignore them, nor would I ever want to. I've been through all these terrible years and uh, 
I'll just tell you straight up. I've, I've been pretty excited about the team, uh, but trying to temper that and suggesting that they're probably not going to win very many games this year. And even saying the ridiculous prediction that they'd win one game and lose 16 this year. Now, truth be told, they're probably not going to be that bad. At least I hope. Um, but it would be just like them after a game like yesterday where they almost beat a really good team that they would then follow up with a terrible performance next week. You add to this the hard knocks thing, which was exciting to see, and you got this uh, really passionate coach that everybody loves, and I don't know, it's just, it was fun. And then they open up the year uh, at home, and the crowd is so loud. Oh, my God. And the opening possession. The Lions, oh, man. They uh, march down the field. The uh, That running back, uh, Deion, is it DeAndre Swift? That's his name. He takes the ball, and he just busts one for 50 yards. And I'm like, here we go. Here we go. And then Jamal Williams, that was sweet, that running back. The running backs did great. And the uh, run blocking was fantastic. There was a couple of weird moments where they had some guy out of who I don't know had a couple of uh, false starts consecutively, and the the lines are falling back down the field. I'm like, oh, that's it. And then uh, Hawkinson catches a pass and stretches out for a first down, and then the Lions punch it in. And I'm like, fuck yes. And then Philly's uh, first uh, possession, the Lions. Uh, force a punt. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And then the asshole Lions forgot to play football. They 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 lost everything. And uh, not until the end of the first half did they do anything right. And then at the end of the first half, they scored a touchdown again. And uh, they were down like 17 points in the second half. And then... Um, they scored a touchdown to make it 10 and then they tried an onside kick and you know, hindsight being what it is, it's like, fuck, that's a huge gamble because, but then again, I can see why Dan Campbell did that because his defense, Aaron Glenn's defense could not stop anybody the whole game. So I don't really fault him for that onside kick. I really don't. The Philadelphia Eagles, had 455 yards of offense in that game. Now, a lot of that came from Jalen Hurts, who is ridiculous. I knew that was going to happen. He's one of these quarterbacks who, as soon as the pocket collapses or any type of pressure, he moves his feet and then he's gone. 15, 20, 25 yards. I mean, my God, unstoppable. He's Aaron Rodgers times 10, in my opinion. This guy is a superstar. And, oh, did he hurt the Lions. Because you get, like, Aiden Hutchinson would come flying in, and then he just steps up, and Hutchinson just goes right by him. There's nothing you can do with a quarterback like that. It is such an an unbelievable weapon to have a guy who can do that. And if he's not killing you with his legs... He's he's a he's a terrific quarterback. I cannot say enough about that guy. And he just 
killed us. Oh, Dan Campbell's on the sidelines looking like he's going to stroke out. Okay. He lost his voice. He was yelling so much. He couldn't make a sound. And so he could only express himself by different uh, uh, shades of red on his face. And oh my God, that dude looked like a stoplight. Oh, um, but still the Lions had a chance late and, uh, they end up, um, God, I don't remember how, I think they, they, they couldn't stop Philly or what, I don't even know how the hell they lost it. doesn't even matter, but they, uh, they lose by a field goal. Lions fall at home. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are doing the old, yeah, but, uh, the silver lining and, and I, and I hate silver lining. I hate, uh, uh, something to build on, but it, because for the lines, when you talk about something to build on, um, they then will follow up with like a terrible loss. Uh, but the fact that, uh, Swift ran for, uh, nearly a buck 50 and, um, the whole running game was, was excellent. I, I'm really, I was impressed with that. Um, felt good. That's about the only thing though. Secondary, they're horrible. Uh, and I don't know something about golf. That guy looks, he looked for a good portion of that game. He looked, uh, absurdly inept, just shit. And the receivers cannot catch. And uh, uh, that, that running back out of the backfield, he dropped a, a key pass too. Uh, the, these guys dropped like three, four, five balls. Come on, catch it, you asshole. The Lions host the Washington Commanders. Who I believe they won. Yes, they beat Jacksonville. All right, so the Lions host Washington. If they lose that game, oh, no. Okay, if they lose that game, then they go to Minnesota, who's good. They just beat the shit out of the Packers yesterday. Did you see Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, the first player of the game, who's, by the way, my quarterback for the fan- for fantasy football. Um, first play. He unloads and he has a wide open receiver. It's some rookie who sucks. And the ball is perfectly thrown. And this idiot, it's just a stupid Butterfingers asshole, goes right through his hands. Like, oh my God. And Rogers, he looked to the sidelines and the look said, that's why you don't get rid of your star receivers. That's why you should have kept your star receiver, whatever the fuck his name is, Devontae something. Uh, what's Devontae Kowalski? What is it? He had this look on his face like, like he's uh, you know raised eyebrow, shaking his head. Like that's what happens. You expect me, expect my number one to be a rookie. He doesn't have what it takes. Come on. By the way, um, the Eagles, uh, this is one of those, uh, yeah, they lost, but this is the silver lining. I forgot the name of the receiver. But the Eagles in the offseason, they picked up that dude from the Tennessee Titans. 
who was a stud. And it was like some horrible trade that was made. That And uh, he was great. And number 11 for the Eagles. And the Eagles are really, really good. And the fact that last year the Lions, is it Aaron Brown? What was that guy's name? Um, last year the Eagles did not have that guy. And they beat the shit out of the Lions by like 40 points. And this year the Lions. The Lions gave the Eagles all they could handle in that game. A.J. Brown, that's the dude. God, I cannot believe the Titans gave that guy up. Jesus. Um, so there you go. Eagles are very, very good. The Lions, um, as I said, host Washington. We'll see how that goes. And, man, I just hope that they can win that game because this has potential to go south quickly if they lose that one, too. They they can't. They have to stop the losing right away. They they can't go into that game on the road at Minnesota 0-2. The Dallas Cowboys had a catastrophic game last night. That was a late game. The, the Dallas Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. In all of his years of football. And I don't know how many years he's been in the league. Like 47 or something like that. But Tom Brady at uh, 45 years old. It wasn't that he was exceptionally good. Um, he had a few drop balls. and um, But I got the feeling that whatever um, uh, kinks that he has in uh, with his team. Because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have Gronkowski anymore. Uh, but uh, there's this running back for the uh, Buccaneers at uh, Leonard Fournette, who was just a wrecking ball last night. And um, Brady only needed one touchdown. The rest was field goals. And that because the Dallas Cowboys are shit. If uh, Tampa had two field goals, they would have won the game six to three. That's how bad the Dallas Cowboys are. In fact, Chris Collinsworth, he actually at one point, he goes, yeah, um, they're just uh, just bad. So you've got however many people in that super giant stadium in Dallas um, holding like 500,000 people. And they all, they were just terrible. It was so awful. And uh, the, the Bucks beat Dallas 19 to three and Dak Prescott gets hurt. And uh, he, I guess he threw a ball and it hit his hand, hit some dude giant guy's hand and like his thumb fell off so they had to do uh 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 surgery on him or surgery is coming up and he's going to be out for a significant time so like their best player is now hurt Dak Prescott holy shit so the Cowboys suck Marcus writes uh, definitely got my five text messages from people who don't live in Michigan that said get ready the Lions are going to be great. I've been watching the hard knocks. Nope. I knew better. LOL. Happy new week. EZ and crew. That's like Marcus is like, uh, you can see him right there. If you're on the live stream champ boy, if you click on his name there, you can follow his show. I forget what the hell he does. I think he gives like Ted talks. And uh, shoots video of him shitting in a jar or something like that. 
uh, on his Twitch stream, and he might do gaming. Jesse says, as a Cowboys fan, that blows. I'm going to have to get that Lions mentality. Zero expectations of success from here on out. Oh, yeah. Even with Dak Prescott, your team sucks shit. I, I don't feel so bad as a Lions fan after watching the Cowboys. You might not win a game this year. They are so fucking bad. Oh, my God. The Dallas Cowboys are the worst. All right. Anyway, welcome. That is the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Nearly one half of the show. I like these opens long. Uh, you can support the show financially on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's where I give even more content than what we get on the free podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do the daily Patreon bonus which is a great accompaniment from uh, for this podcast. And then uh, the Lost Zane recordings. I got to publish a new episode of that today. The Insane Asylum, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which was a lot of fun this week. We did it on Friday of this week, or last week. Um, and uh, I just love that. We had a ball. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane sign up for the Patreon five or ten bucks a month and off you go the open and the live stream brought to you by Bennett flooring installation 616-318-0167 if you want flooring installed professionally have it done by Bennett flooring installation if you are in West Michigan this is who you call 616-318-0167 0167. The flooring that I want you to have installed, you need to purchase it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Okay. So if you are in West Michigan, that's who you want to look up. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. You might see Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home when you're searching. That's the main showroom. That's great too. But I want you to go to the discount outlet first because they might have what you're looking for for a remarkably lower price. Okay? The outlet is loaded with uh, tons of flooring that's bought ahead of time and bought in mass quantities, so it's obtained for a much lower price, and those savings are passed along to the consumer. And they're out on display. You pick what you want, and you leave. Mention my name. And you will save an additional 10% at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Let me ask you something. As you listen to this show live, uh, I know I've talked about it several times, but can you detect? Because in my head, it sounds like I'm drunk because of this stupid biting of the tongue incident that went down. Do you hear what I'm hearing in my head? Because in my head, I sound like Kyler after like 10 beers. Not swearing, just slurring. Are you hearing what I'm hearing? Because if you are, it's going to drive me crazy. Well, even if it isn't, it's going to drive me crazy. Because I can hear it. Are you detecting that it sound, that I sound like a drunken idiot? My God, I think I did nerve damage or something to it. Oh. Ah. 
Rob says, sounds fine. Maureen says, sounds fine. Tyler says, I can't tell. Marcus says, Marcus says, it's not extreme, but I do hear a little difference. Different difference. Then he says, totally can't. Asshole. All right. To me, it does. Sorry. Uh, Bosco's Pub in uh, Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. My God, the burgers. Uh, planning on being there at 1230 this coming Saturday after the car show for a non uh, Deniac party. It's basically normal listeners. Okay. So hopefully none of the old people will show up because they're all assholes. So fuck them. Bosco's pub part of Terra square. Thank you so much for supporting the show. It was a fantasy football nightmare for your old pal, Eric Zane. Okay, so I started out pretty great with uh, Stefan Diggs. No, no reservation needed for Bosco's. Take a look. There I am taking on uh, this uh, Matt's Wonderment team. My team, Team Creepy Dean. Uh, as of right now, and there's still tonight's game, Matt's Wonderment leads me 100 Point eight points to sixty four point two points. They predict that the most I'm going to get is eighty three point two eight. So uh, I have two players remaining for tonight's game, the Monday night game against Denver. This guy, I think it's Rashad Penny. I don't know. He's a running back. They predict he's only going to have twelve point two eight points. And then the kicker, Jay Myers, is predicted to only bring in 6.8 points. That would put me at 83.28. Still well short of Matt's wonderment here. So that sucks. However, maybe this guy, this Rashad Penny, I don't even know if it is Rashad Penny. It is Rashad Penny. If he blows up, that'll be great. But I don't see that happening. Who knows? then perhaps I can steal a win. But as it looks right now, I probably am going to start out the year 0-1. Fuck. Let's see. Next week, who do I play? I'll be taking on a team known as the Annexation of Puerto Rico. Who got a draft grade of D. All right. I I think I'm really going to enjoy this. Um, Linda says, uh-oh, Bosco's Facebook page says they don't open till 4 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, change of plans. Change of plans. Uh, no, I don't think I can pull strings. I think we're g- going to have to just be there when they open. <laughs> All right, so that might change. But I'll ask. Maybe they haven't updated the Facebook page. Let you know. Uh, Okay. More football. This one, a video of, well, comes to us from some local community. I don't know where. I'm guessing this is a Hilljack community. And, uh... You got audio check. 
video chat uh, check. This old timer here is upset at the refs who I think are just laughing at the old timer. He's like an 80 year old guy and he's looking to kick some ass. He's pissed off at the refs and uh, he wants to get in a fist fight. So watch this. I'm going to, if you're, uh, if you're enjoying this uh, uh, during the live stream, you can see it, but if not, you got to click on the link in the show notes to check out what happened. But uh, this is great. All this guy wants to do is beat up the refs and I wish they'd let him. Um, it'll only be in one. If you're listening, not uh, like on headphones, it'll only be in one side when you listen to it. But, um, that's only during the live stream during the, uh, audio podcast. You'll probably be able to hear it in both channels. Okay. So these guys show up and they've got guns. So these, uh, the, these, I don't know if these are undercover cops or maybe these are the refs. This is probably Texas football. So is, these are probably two of the refs here. The guy in a black shirt and the guy in the orange shirt, both armed to the teeth with their, uh, fucking football utility belts. I'm guessing they're cops. Boy, what about, how about the body types of everyone here? This chick looks like Andrea. And then the rest of these fat asses just show up. Everybody in this Hill, Hill Jack community looks the same. Either fat gut or fat tits. And look at this chick looks like the one I said looks like Andrea. looks like the hunk of hunk of cheese guy. Everybody's a fat fuck. Look at it. takes all these guys to hold this old codger back. Look at this chick, this heavyweight coming in here. She's running in to save the day. See, it's another cop. Uh, look at this guy with the suspenders. He's like, oh, I'm going to get involved if it's the last thing I do. He just came in from plowing a field. My God. Thank God he's got the suspenders, though, because he can't get. I mean, seriously, the belt is useless. All these hill jacks. God. Every one of these people has a flag pole holder on their truck. Can't we just get together? <laughs> Can't we just get together and say the N-word and get along with each other? Wow. This is a community we should bomb. Okay, now this guy's getting involved. He wants... The one hot chick is trying to calm everybody down. Okay, so now it's all just starting to calm down. Now watch. The old codger. He's like, he wants to go back now. He's going back. All right, finally, everybody calms down. Jesus. That is great. Uh, all right. Check it out on your own if you want to see it. Uh, full screen, please. Sorry, I screwed that up. You're going to have to watch it on your own.
My bad. Uh, all right. The uh, Dolphins game over the weekend. Wow, this was this was something. You're going to want to see this too. Audio check, video check. This is in the parking lot of the Dolphins game. Car is on fire. Yeah, it's fire. All the cars. And that turned out to be eight cars destroyed in the Dolphins game. Out in front of Hard Rock Stadium. What the hell happened? Um, As soon as I saw it, I thought, I think I know. I bet it has to do with someone's grill. And I was absolutely right. Some idiot, uh, like they're cleaning up their tailgate site. And they took the grill and uh, slid it under their car. I don't know. Get it out of the way. They're filming an all-state mayhem ad. Nice. Um, holy shit. Yeah, slid the grill underneath the car. And, well, what the hell? That is so ridiculous. At least eight cars on fire outside of Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, it was the second or third quarter. Most people involved did not even know that their car was on fire, of course. Scott Delafano, the own, is owner of one of the cars, is, uh, he had a Mercedes S63, a total loss, and he had $3,000 in the car as well. Okay, who leaves $3,000 in cash in their car? Only a guy driving a Mercedes would leave $3,000 in his car. <laughs> what an idiot. They said a grill caught on fire. It set off another car that blew up, and it took out five or six cars. That's what the cops told me. I got insurance. You call stadium legal people, then you go from there. Oh, my God. Uh, cops said someone left the hot grill under a car um, and that the car caught on fire, which passed it on to the other cars. All the cars have been removed from the parking lot. All right. Uh, 9-11 Remembrance Day. A lot of the uh, football teams uh, did a uh, 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 terrific opening to start the games, uh, being that it was 9-11. I think kneeling is out. I don't think anybody kneels anymore for the anthem. I think people are too scared to kneel for the anthem, knowing what could happen to you. But if you were going to do it, I mean, that would be a ballsy maneuver. If you did it on 9-11, you know. But I didn't see a one. And I don't even know if they would um, if they would put it on camera these days. Uh, if a player would kneel, you know. Uh, too many people take that as, as such a uh, terrible thing. Which uh, I, I don't think it should. To me, that's... To me, that's the that's the second ultimate sacrifice. Other than you know a first responder dying, or a guy in the military getting killed, taking a knee, because your career's over. If you take a knee in the NFL, you're done. Kyle says they aren't showing players kneeling. 
but there were a few. If I'm a cameraman or a guy who's in charge of what is going on TV and there's a player I don't like, I put him on camera. I put him like, okay, let's say there's some asshole football player uh, who's, uh, uh, okay, Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers takes a knee, who I can't stand Aaron Rodgers, even though he's my fantasy football quarterback. If Aaron Rodgers took a knee and I'm running the broadcast, I'm going to put that on ca- on TV with the lot with the uh, subtitle hates America underneath it just because it's going to wreck his career. Okay. Now I would go out of my way to point out any of the players if I don't like them. Corey says all the problems have been fixed. No, I don't think they have. And yeah, I, I get your sarcasm. Uh, Maureen says, Eric Clapton played America the Beautiful acoustic to open his show Saturday night in Detroit. I can't get over Eric Clapton. I don't think I could go see Eric Clapton play in concert. I'm still pissed off at his anti-vax stance. He's a lunatic. I wouldn't want to go see him. Him and Van Morrison together. Those two crazy idiots. They single-handedly killed like 100,000 people. Uh, Kenny in Nashville says, I've never understood this. Kneeling is a show of respect. Wait a minute. Are you saying you never understood how kneeling is a show of respect? Or you agree that kneeling is a show of respect? I don't know. A little clarification that would help. Oh, Kenny said he never understood why it's an issue. Well, that's because stupid people exist. That's why. Uh, That was done to draw attention to the plight of people, to black people getting shot by cops. That's why that happened in the first place. Corey said that Kaepernick used to sit. Kaepernick switched from sitting down to kneeling because the teammates said it would at least be a little bit respectful. No, you're right. It is. It's a, it's a great way to get your uh, get your point across. And then the league blackballed them. You can play football if you beat your wife, but not if you take a knee. You can play football if you sexually assault women in the massage room, but not if you take a knee. That's remarkable to me. That is that is fucking terrible. Jesus. All right. Uh, thanks again to my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss, 616-914-4070. Helping you make your way through healthcare.gov. If you are between jobs... Your employer does, or your employer does not offer insurance, or you are self-employed. You can get your health care through Obamacare or healthcare.gov, and you can make it through on your own if you go to the website and do it. But it's kind of a time-consuming process, and you might screw it up. I know I did my first year. I ended up getting a not-so-great policy. Um, Frank ha- can help you every step of the way, and. 
his services are free. So if you are without health care for you or your family, reach out to Frank and he's going to tell you how it works. It's not as expensive as you think it is. Frank can help you. And when I say not as expensive, I mean for actual health care. Frank's services don't cost you a dime. 616-914-4070. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan expert and social security guru. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. I'm just going to give you a little warning. There is potential that this show may go under the typical two-hour time frame today because, A, I feel like I'm losing my voice. B, uh, this fucking tongue is killing me. I'll try to play hurt. Full House Comedy. Shows in the area. Uh, Fullhousecomedy.com. Fullhousecomedy says congrats to to, uh, Dr. Grins for being able to get after it. But still, if you want to go see a comedy show at uh, one of the many Full House Comedy venues, go to the website, fullhousecomedy.com. In fact, who is appearing this week? Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Pauly Shore. Thursdays at the Park Theater. Friday, uh, Fridays at Rockford Lanes. And uh, Saturday in Muskegon at uh, Back Alley Comedy Club. Upcoming shows, including uh, uh, include Tommy Davidson. Josh Blue, who's ridiculously funny. Tickets for these and all other shows at fullhousecomedy.com. All right. And then uh, my friends at Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahondagranville.com. If you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned car, consider Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, Honda granville.com okay so tons of certified pre-owned cars are on the lot like new and uh, you can also get a new car uh, a little bit different these days the way to shop for a new car uh, all dealerships have this uh, where you basically pick out your car ahead of time and then it shows up so what they want you to do is go to the dealership sit down with, with uh, one of the staff there and say, yeah, I'm in the uh, market for this car. And then you can test drive one. And then you can go ahead and say, yeah, I love that car. But the one I want is I want in this color with these features. Uh, I don't want that. I do want this. And then a couple of weeks later, your car shows up. Sarah Honda Granville.com. Don't go anywhere. Eric Zane has to tinkle. Thank you so much for being here, folks. I'll be right back. All right, that took that took longer than I wanted it to. My God, Saturday. Um, Jesus, this running thing. I am so going to lose in this race with Mike Ball. I haven't yet put up the hey, I'm raising money, and you can help. You can make your predictions. I haven't done that yet. I reached out to the folks at. Uh, uh, the AT Children's Project, but I haven't yet secured that uh, that detail yet. That's forthcoming. Okay, so this is probably just going to be, I'm going to lose, so pick by how much I'm going to lose by, and closest to that is going to win. I am, I it's, it's over. There, there's no way I win this thing, unless Mike gets injured. 
There's no way. Which is different than last year. Last year, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. That's not happening. (laughs) Kenny says everyone already knew this. Yeah, I know. I was the last one to believe it, though. Uh, I should have been running a uh, 14-mile run on Saturday. I went 10. And that's because I was short of time. But I don't know if I would have made 14. I'm not even lying. Because I got to 8. And then I went, yeah, you know what? I I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Two more miles to go because uh, then I got to go and sit in the stands and have Kyler swear in front of old people. And then the next two miles, it's remarkable how quickly my body uh, turns on me. Oh, my God. So I'll do 12 this coming Saturday and then 14 the Saturday after that. I saw you. Roger says honked at you on your on our way to take Foley to the dog park. Uh, Roger, the guy whose son I married. So I, after I married them, uh, I, I saw him on the road. I, I, I waved. I, I was like, oh, my God, that's them. Yeah, that was at the beginning of my run. I was only like two miles into it. I was feeling okay then. If you saw me later on, I've been terrible. Jesus. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, yes, that's, that's, that's where that is right now. Okay. Um, a couple of other stories of kids in the classroom kind of on the war path. This one, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, I can't, I think that, uh, young people are on the lookout for, uh, pedo teachers and I can't figure out if they're, uh, search for busting in an attempt to bust pedo teachers is, uh, overzealous, but a teacher in Rhode Island is in trouble because a group of middle schoolers thought that there were, that their teacher was a creep. And they started to um, write down the things that they thought were questionable and put it onto like a Discord server to keep track of how he interacted with girls in their class. So they're like, hey, you know, I think teacher so-and-so is a, is a creep. Hey, let's start to pay attention to him and write all this stuff down. And they call it a, they call it a pedo database. Um, and they started doing this in class after adults ignored their complaints. Well, then something happened and um, administrators thought that he was actually really stalking a middle school girl. And then the kids who were keeping the pedo database and said, yeah, you guys all laughed at us before, but we actually have been paying attention and write, wrote all this shit down and they turned it over. And now the uh, pedo database is actually being used as part of the investigation. Like the police are using it to see if there's, if it warrants like charges, this is crazy. So that all is, is happening. It's all on the table. Uh, The teacher is now on administrative leave and is under investigation. The group of Davisville Middle School boys in North Kingstown 
Rhode Island, started the pedo database after keeping an eye on the teacher ogle the girls in their class. And they gave, uh, they were, they, what raised an eyebrow for the boys was he was giving them nicknames like sweetheart and sunshine. And then the teacher would ask them to dance for him. Um, okay. Now I don't know. I don't know if calling a t- a, a kid sweetheart and sunshine is necessarily means that he's a pedo. And if a teacher says, hey, dance for me, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it could be a silly thing. Hey, it's time to, you know, keep the kids engaged. Do your silly dance. I don't think he's necessarily asking them to, like, twerk for him or, you know, grind on his leg. When the group tried reporting, but who knows? I'm, I'm making excuses, but it, it might be. It, I'm just saying there's a lot of, there, it sounds like there's a, uh, a little bit of wiggle room there for interpretation. When the group tried reporting the situation, adults didn't take them seriously. The teacher himself had even commented that he had received complaints for decades without any action being taken against him, according to the Globe. So wait a minute, you tell me that the teacher was saying to the kids, yeah, I'm Teflon. Uh, yeah, I ask kids to grind on me all the time and nothing ever happens. So let's uh, let's get old sunshine here to take the poll. You know, uh, the Globe reported that one boy noted how uncomfortable his female peers were in his class. Um, wow. You know, if this is like he actually is a creep and these kids have... Uh, have saved the day, you know, that is a, that is a lot. That just goes to show you how much better kids are today than when we were young, because I'm just going to tell you, if I'm a kid in middle school and the teacher is being gross to the chick, I'm going to want to see that. And I'm going to laugh my ass off because that's how stupid we were back then. You know, kids nowadays are a lot better. Are a lot better than kids when I was a kid. Corey says, "Weird that they hired Kyle as a teacher." You mean my old radio partner, Kyle? Kenny writes pop quiz at eight nine a.m. is twerk time. How about it's not ogle, it's oogle, like Huge says. Um. Uh, Side note, Kenny says it would have been funny if Diana had not reminded you about the wedding and and then they saw you out for a run later while they were trying to track you down. Fuck. I don't even want to think about that, man. Um, all right. Roger, I don't know if you want to tell Rebecca about that or the kids. Um. Okay, sorry. I'm completely losing my train of thought. Sometimes the girls would laugh. Sometimes they just kind of sit there awkwardly. Even the ones that 
said he was creepy laughed because they were obviously not trying to tr- uh, tick him off or anything. So they're just fake laughing, awkwardly laughing. So like, that's the same as like, if you're in the presence of Kyler in, in public, that's how that is. But I'm not doing that anymore. If Kyler, if I'm ever with Kyler again and he swears, I'm going to say, okay, I have, I have to leave. I, I can't be here for this. Uh, after other students noticed it too, the group decided in January of 21 to make a pedo database on Discord to gather evidence of his behavior. This is now the official chat that we will use as evidence against our teacher about pedophilia in case anything does come up in the future and we do turn out to be right. One boy wrote in the group chat, according to the Globe. When classes went online due to the pandemic, they noted in the database when their teacher said, you all love me, so choose love. And you got to stand up and dance now. See, I don't think that sounds like a pedophile. You all love me, so choose love. Diana probably says that to her students, and I don't think she's having sex with any of them. And you got to stand up and dance. Now, sometimes teachers just do silly shit to try to keep the kids engaged. So I don't, I don't know if I believe that I, I I would need to see all the context in another instance. He remarked, everyone should be in bathing suits tomorrow. Again, that could be just him being ridiculous. Sometimes you have that hilarious teacher who's trying to make engage the kids through silly behavior and sense of humor. It's not like he said, I want to see all you chicks that got good boobs to show up in your bathing suits tomorrow. Come on. Once classes resumed in school, they tracked when the teacher teased or flirted with the girls. One time he asked a girl to take off her shoes and wiggle her toes. Okay, now look, I know I've told you on the show that I'm in defeat and um, that does sound a little weird, but again, it could be silly. One boy told the globe he felt bad for the girls because sometimes it just seems like it was a humiliating thing. Well, okay, the way kids are now, they're so much more woke. So, you know, if you do anything ridiculous or silly like this, the kids are going to act like it's the end of the world. Okay. For all these kids, if any of these instances that have just been described happen, this is the nine 11 for these kids. They can't handle it. So I wouldn't be surprised if all these kids nowadays, uh, I mean, all these kids from this class are actually dead. Because they don't have any ability to discern what is just joking around or silly and actually a real threat. You know, they just don't. They've been trained by their worthless parents to not let anything slide. So they're going to try to wreck this teacher's life. He'd play a song and he'd make uh, one of them get up and dance. The student added, well, what's the song? Was it Ladybug Picnic or was it WAP? I guess that matters, doesn't it? 
In April of 2022, the teacher was escorted out of school and placed on leave. The interim superintendent said they were investigating allegations that the teacher stalked a preteen middle school that he coached and had been inappropriate with other girls. All right, well, now, now we're talking. The family of the middle school girl represented by an attorney said the report, they reported their behavior to school officials and were met with deliberate indifference. That's weird. The teacher was removed from coaching middle schoolers in the area only after the family threatened to take out a restraining order on him. Once the public was asked to come forward with info, one of the middle school boys told his mom about his pedo database and they contacted the attorney. And now they're using that. I didn't think this would actually be used as evidence, but we always had it as if it was. The boy, now 15 and enrolled in high school. So I'm glad that we did, even though it might have seemed like slightly stupid at times. So, I mean, we'll have to follow up on this, but uh, they're using the pedo database now to build a case against this teacher. Okay. Then there's this one. Uh, different story. A teacher faces termination. This happened where a, t- uh, a student shot video and is now using that video. It's the word she says against the student or against the teacher in order to get the teacher fired. Okay. I'm going to play it for you, and then I might have to actually uh, tell you uh, what what is said because it's kind of hard to hear. Audio, check. Video. Damn it. Video, check. Here you go. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego. Yeah, no, We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Oh. El Paso has started to see what appears to be the release. Uh, what what's going on there? I'm going to play it again. With Glashy. Oh shit! This has turned into a train wreck. She's talking with the students, and um, the actual quote is, when they're talking about a pedophile, is you have to stop using the term pedophile. All right? And she was being sarcastic during all of that. And while she's being sarcastic, they then record her and take that part and play it out of context. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to blame them. Not like that. Stop it, Diego. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Okay, guys. The kid's just about to say, what the fuck? Okay. All of that was taken out of context. She was fucking kidding. 
uh, it was uh, she was saying you shouldn't label people. So uh, you have to be aware. She was kind of like um, the way I do on this show. You know, we can't call him a pedophile. We got to call him a minor attracted person. You know, it was that whole bit. Well, because of that, someone used the clip and now she's going to get fired. Recording of an English teacher at Franklin High School stirred up debate with parents and students. A moment in the class Monday was recorded and shared online. The post asked people looking at the video to be vigilant. Be vigilant. Talk to your kids. Be involved with your schools. Make your voice heard. Vote. Teacher is heard saying, stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego. We are not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. Minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Obviously, she's kidding. A student who was in the class told the TV station that the video was taken, taken out of context. She, our teacher, was expressing how it was ridiculous how we as a society might not be able to call people pedophiles, that we society will probably have to start calling them maps because it can be offensive to pedophiles. The class agreed. Uh, The class agreed. Ryan uh, Ruvacalba, a junior at Franklin High School, said, Ruvacalba said the teacher is a good teacher. I appreciate her and the topics we review and discuss in class. So Ruvacalba is saying, yeah, it's, it was just a joke. Ruvacalba said students support the teacher and hopes the teacher is not reprimanded or taken out of the school because it would be a loss to the students. Chrissy Rumpf commented on the Facebook post saying, I'm glad the school is taking, is taking this seriously invest, and investigating. Who's Chrissy Rumpf? Are you a student? Are you a, are you an adult? You saw, it sounds like something an adult would do. And I look forward to seeing their results. This is an 18-second snippet that sounds horrific. But it's also without any context of what the lesson or conversation was. If that's all that was said, then definitely not okay and action needs to be taken. But it's 18 seconds of a 90-minute class period. And before stringing up the teacher, I'd like to know more about the intent of the lesson being presented and how the students interpreted it. Well, that's actually good then that she's saying that. Helen Meese said, normalizing pedophilia under the guise of compassion. What a sick world, you asshole. It's not what's happening. See, the the silliness, the nuance of the teacher doing that is being is is being uh, 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 vilified here. You know, I mean, of course she's kidding. If it was part of the context, that's that's how you teach. K Fox spoke to parents at Franklin High School about the video and their initial inaction, uh, reaction when they heard it. Two parents agreed those types of conversations should not be had in the classroom because they can be confusing. They can become confusing. Come on. God. You want to see the full video and get context and everything, but that statement in itself is very concerning. Well, that shouldn't even be a question. There should be no forming of any opinion because of an 18-second clip. It should never be presented as just just an 18-second clip in any regard, on any platform, ever. This should not even be a conversation. 
God. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. The El Paso Independent School District stated it's aware of a classroom situation and is investigating. Any alleged or potential misconduct is investigated thoroughly. Jesus. Come on, man. You would think that the investigation would just be simply talk. I mean, if the local TV station can get words from the kids saying, yeah, it was, it's all out of context. You can't. That's all you need. The people who are there, the ones who are being taught, are the only ones that need to weigh in on this. Tell me what happened. Well, yeah, she was being ridiculous because uh, obviously we should be able to call a pedophile a pedophile, but what she was teaching uh, in this class this day, even though it is an English class, that um, the way the world is, it wouldn't surprise any of us if someone is disgusting as a pedophile would you wouldn't be able to call them actually what they are a pedophile that's the point kenny says why are they even talking about pedophiles i don't know maybe it's just part of the conversation maybe it's just a uh something that came up uh you know a lot of times uh current things culture are talked about in schools and maybe it just crept into the conversation. I used to have teachers that would work that shit in all the time. Working things going on in the world, uh, uh, using it as part of the context uh, context of a lesson. That's a good teacher right there. I think I would have been a good teacher. I think I would have been awesome. You know? I would have loved to have been a teacher. I still might one day. You never know. If this podcasting thing doesn't work out, I, I, I might have to be a teacher. Can't you be a teacher without getting a teacher a teacher's degree? Can't you go teach at a college uh, without getting... Because as if you're teaching like young people in, in like uh, 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 secondary school or whatever, middle school, elementary school, high school, you need like a teaching certificate. I don't have the credentials for that. But if you want to teach college, you can uh, take the expertise you have and just they just throw you right into the class. Like I could teach uh, any type of broadcast class. And nowadays at any college, they have like podcasting 101. I could do that shit. I can promise you I would kick ass. I might have to do that one day. I might do it just for fun. If anybody wants me to teach a class, any type of media, journalism, reach out to me. I would love to do that. I'm not even kidding. I think it'd be fun. All right. Uh, thank you again to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. We have another family vehicle over there, this time Justin's. It was one year ago. I got a phone call from Justin. Hey, can you come help me? My car my car won't start. Okay. I get there, and there's a uh, puddle of antifreeze underneath the car. And I look in that thing where you pour the antifreeze, and it's empty. I go, well, that's a problem. And I think it was a safety mechanism on the car that uh, the car gets too hot like that in order to keep the uh, fucking engine from warping or whatever. It shuts it all down for you. Because he tried to start it because it had just been sitting there for half an hour. 
filled it up with coolant. Starts right up. I go, yeah, you probably, it probably cooled down. Uh, and now that we have coolant in it, that's a good thing. It probably will get you home. Uh, from there, you should get it repaired. All this is saving you is a uh, bill for a, for like towing. Um, I think one year has passed and that still has not been repaired. He still just kind of like keeps pouring uh, antifreeze into it, which I guess you can do that. But he's finally breaking down. You see, he's making some cheddar now. Thank God. Because his future wife has expensive taste, let me tell you. Um, and I guess he's getting his car fixed. So his car is over at Irvine's getting repaired. 616-532-6600. If you are in West Michigan, that's where you take your car. They've got a car show on Saturday to benefit Casa of Kent County, helping vulnerable kids. Take the car to Irvine's. Free loaner cars. They're awesome. 616-532-6600. Uh, if you need scheduled maintenance for your furnace or air conditioner, call A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez is coming over tomorrow to do some work for me here. So I'm on the schedule. If you have any issues, you can get on the schedule too. 616-516-8579. And uh, with, you know, we're getting close to where we're going to be turning on the furnaces again. Don't just flip it on. That thing needs to be looked at. After last year's heating season, it's dirty. You want it running at peak efficiency. My friends at A&E Heating and Cooling have a tune-up special, $79 for your furnace. 616-516-8579. Or if you're going to install a new uh, furnace or air conditioner, they'll install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and ACs. Thanks to uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage reminding you that if you have any debt whatsoever, use your home to pay it off. Okay? The interest on the credit cards is so unbelievably high if you're carrying a balance and you're not paying that off, you're losing a lot of money in interest. When you're looking at a 24% interest rate on a credit card, oh my God, that's a lot of money that you shouldn't have to pay. Pay for it on whatever loan you get out of your house at whatever low interest rate you can get for your home, for that uh, refi, and get that mortgage out and then pay off the balance. You're saving yourself a lot of money. That's smart. 231 6505 all right, I'm going to go with the asshole of the day after these. First, the Kent County Health Department vaccinations, immunizations for this year. Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you, TC Paintball, online at tcpaintball.com. All right, we're getting set to schedule our next paintball outing. Uh, I'll tell you, and I'll let, it, I'll let you know on the podcast, and I'll post it on social media when the next time we are getting together. Uh, but if you want to book a party for yourself Saturday, you can still get outdoor play at TC paintball as the weather. Uh, well, we're starting to think about the weather changing. You can still have a great time outside at TC paintball online at TC And last but not least, thank you. Blue frost it, the managed it service provider for the Eric Zane show podcast. Okay. I'm going to regroup and, uh, 
muscle my way through the Patreon a little bit later on. I want you to join me. So if you're enjoying the free podcast, think about signing up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. The asshole of the day. Hmm. Who can that be? Oh, okay. Easy, easy. Without a doubt. The uh, Last week, Friday, was Amanda. And now it's Kyler. Kyler is the asshole of the day from TC Paintball. Holy shit. First of all, don't tip off my stories. Second of all, quit swearing in public like some kind of asshole. You make people uncomfortable. Thank you. Okay, folks, that's going to do it. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you later on. Have a good one. Bye-bye.